So welcome everyone, this is Patricia Keel and you're listening to the Oneness Program. And today I have a very special person that is here with me to share her experience of grace and oneness. Uh, Deidre Price is someone I met many years ago, I think it must have been maybe 91, back at Unity Village. And she was one of my teachers, a teacher on prayer and a teacher on grace. I remember a beautiful course you taught, Deidre, called Grace Awakening. And it was such a powerful experience for me to spend time with you in prayer and to really deepen my own experience of the presence and the power of God. So it's just a a gift that you are here, not only part of my world in unity, but also oneness and how what what a surprise that is unity oneness <laughs> i mean really <laughs> so welcome welcome thank you thank you i'd love it if you'd share a little bit with our listeners um about i mean you have a deep deep awareness of the presence of god as a unity minister and as a teacher in prayer and grace and and then you discovered oneness, but I'd love if you would share a bit about your journey and um, connect the dots for us a bit to how you are here today with me on the Oneness Program call. It's one of my favorite things to do is to share that little story about how I ended up or, or went to the Oneness University, but it all began many, many years ago, like you said, when I was I was on staff at Unity Village teaching, um, first of all, metaphysics. I spent a couple of years as a teacher there in that department. And then they decided to create uh, a prayer department, and I became the director of that. So um, let me go back all the way, because it started with my concept and my understanding and my experience of what we'll call grace consciousness. So let me back up here. One day, while I was sitting in my desk, I kind of hit a snag. I was working on creating a syllabus. And um, whenever that used to happen to me, or still does even, I'd get up and I'd walk around if I couldn't, if I would hit a snag. (laughs) So I ended up in the the Fillmore Prayer Chapel. There was nobody in there but me. And uh, so I sat down, excuse me, And just closed my eyes, and it wasn't 30 seconds until I heard this incredible, loud, booming voice inside of me, outside of me. It was everywhere. And it said, you are here to help my children accept my grace. Use the book of love. So I opened my eyes to see who was talking to me, and there was no one present. And I closed my eyes again, and the voice repeated, you are here to help my children Accept my grace. Use the book of love. And I was so excited about that, Patricia, because I felt like I'd been given a commission from on high, and I knew what my purpose was. But as I went running back to my office ready to do that, I thought, I don't know anything about grace. (laughs) (laughs) How can I possibly teach something about grace? And what is the book of love? And I didn't have to think but just a second, and I... I remember telling my mother, Mom, I would take the Bible to her, and I said, Mommy, read me the book of love, please. This was at 4 and 5. I was calling for the scripture in the Gospel of John, mm-hmm. but I always call that book the book of love. So needless to say, that I was excited about that. I went right to the book of John, opened it up, and read the whole thing again after hearing it so many times and realized that Jesus never used the word grace in his teachings, Mm. in any of the Gospels. Uh, However, the author of the Gospel of John had listed it in the the first chapter, and he spoke of it kind of in this way. These are some scriptures that I usually share with people in introducing them, not only to grace, but then to oneness. In the first chapter, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us full of grace, and truth. And from his fullness have we all received grace upon grace. And then it goes a little further and says, The law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And the key thing that jumped out at me at first was the line where it says, And from his fullness have 
we all receive grace upon grace as if it was already a given. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't something we had to earn or that that randomly happened, even though it seems to appear that way, that it's random at times, especially because we don't think we deserve such goodness every once in a while. But I realized through that then, as I read through the Gospel with a different perspective, that Jesus was literally teaching what I call grace consciousness, the state from which he functioned here in this earth. And that that was a natural state, it was part of the nature of who we are, Um, And that the only problem was that we have gathered some information mentally and emotionally and having lived, uh, you know, life with all of these happenings, we have gathered some information that is in resistance to that divine nature. And so he was always trying to help us understand what that was and how to go about unveiling, if you will, unveiling that truth. So all of a sudden, it just started coming, and I started, I was so excited, and I would research Charles Fillmore, one of the co-founders of Unity, and found him in in support of basically what I found out, you know, that it's really already ours. It's just in the process of, we are in the process of having it unveiled. And that also, grace is a movement of the love of God that literally unveils it. And all that is needed is the willingness to surrender and let go and trust. That's kind of hard, (laughs) if you know what I mean. So that's such a beautiful introduction to the idea of grace and oneness. And wow, what a story for you. Now, this was many years ago. I mean, this was... Oh, many. 25 years, 20 years ago, something like that. That was the beginning of it. (laughs) So it's been quite a while. So was this in the early 90s? Because the reason I'm asking that is I know that 1989 was a major year in oneness. And I'm feeling like it probably was close to the time that you were really being given this gift of awareness and awakening in, in unity consciousness. So, Yes, that was the beginning of it, especially if you took the course then, because I created I did. a course called, yeah, I called, did. <laughs> called Grace Awakening um, way back then. And that's what started it. That was long before I wrote my book, Grace Awakening Essence, but I created a syllabus for unity, which was called Grace Awakening. And it was based upon, uh, you know, the uncovery of our true nature, which is peace, love, and joy, and then the understanding that, um, that peace, love, and joy is governed by certain principles and expression, which are acceptance, abundance, and freedom. So we are peace, love, and joy in movement, from the principles of God, if you will, the principle of acceptance, the principle of abundance, and the principle of freedom. And then that's the, that kind of comprises the text I wrote many years later called Grace Awakening Essence, which is um, basically what we, we study and experience and do some techniques. And now that we have the oneness as a capstone of the teaching, because it's, it just, it's unveiling the same consciousness at the oneness university, is speaking to in their in their offerings of truth. Um, it's it's identical, and when I and I and it's like oh my God, I had I went almost fifteen years before I discovered the one at university. I thought, how did I miss it? I think <laughs> it was pretty easy it? to miss. It was kind of nestled back there in India and in southern yeah. India, and I don't think it was it, it was not its time to bring bring. Yeah. bring awareness out into the global consciousness we weren't ready you were ready <laughs> you, <laughs> you were ready was, you know i really believe that now uh, that i look at it it's the oneness teaching the oneness blessing the deeks of the grace in its accelerated movement it, uh, it finds us we don't really find it it finds us Absolutely. when there's a readiness when there's this beautiful readiness that uh, we're willing to give up everything we think we know and just let go and allow. <laughs> All those years of study, isn't that hilarious? Give up everything we think we know and just be here now, watching and waiting and listening and accepting. We are acceptance, just accepting what is. I spent five years in the practice of being present before I could just be present. And that was before I found the oneness blessing. But since the oneness blessing, it's no effort anymore. It's not a practice. 
Isn't that amazing? It's hard. Oh, it's kind so of hard amazing. to believe when you look back at that. Well, I'd love, I need to just jump back with you a little bit. And because you keep saying that, you know, you, you found the blessing or the blessing found you. Can you tell us a little bit about how that unfolded for you? I can. Um, <laughs> I've always received a lot of email. So going through my email, I try to just X out everything that's just not of importance that I don't have to respond to. And I came across an email that was kind of like that, but all of a sudden I started reading it. It was long. There was something at the bottom, the very end of it, and it was talking about this couple that had been interviewed on a radio station that had just been to India and the oneness blessing, and it was all, their teachings were all about grace. And, of course, my little ears picked up then, so I went to the site where it was archived and listened to it, and they were telling me about this awesome place in India and this book that had been written by Arjuna Ardot called uh, awakening into oneness, and I had I ran to the store and got it, and, and I started reading the second chapter. And I looked up at my husband and I said, "I got to go to India, and I don't want to go to India." <laughs> <laughs> so I went to India, and um, it was beyond anything I could have imagined that first trip, especially the um, cosmic beings that are just. I'd never been in the presence of such love in my life. It mm. collapsed me on my knees. Mm. And I had some spiritual experiences that changed my life forever. I literally became my husband. I know that sounds far-fetched, way out, and not heard of, but mm. I became him and knew his thoughts, his feelings, his emotions. I could see his history, his present intellectual understanding. He's so brilliant, you know. And his love and his passions and his, I was just, I was, I was the breath of him. It didn't last long, but just enough to know that we are one. Mm. There's only one here. I had the same experience in a meditation where I was holding my cat. And one of my cats, I have four of them, a little rag doll. She was the baby. And I looked in the vision that showed up of her face. I looked down into her face and she drew me into her beingness. And I felt that I felt like what it is to be the purr of a cat. Oh, that <laughs> sounds happened. very divine. Crazy. Mm. But it happened. And then when I went up to one of the cosmic beings one time, they said they don't usually do this, but they were, they were instructed from on high, so to speak, to give our whole group a hands-on blessing. Mm. And when it came my turn to be in front of one of them, they had to kneel down on a little soft pad so that the cosmic being could reach our head with their hands. And when she put her hands on my head, all of a sudden I had the most, you know, you've heard of people having a near-death experience and their whole life review goes before them. Mm-hmm. Well, the strangest thing happened to me. I had a, pa- a present pra- prayer life review. Every prayer that I have ever uttered, I heard, felt, even I could feel the texture of it and their color and everything of it as it was swishing through my awareness from being little all the way up to the present moment. Every prayer that I had heard would pass through me. And then the inner voice said to me, every prayer that you have ever uttered has been given according to your ability to accept it. Oh, gratitude. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you know, that that supported so many of the teachings of according to our beliefs and mm-hmm. it's done unto us and, and stuff like that. But this, that impact, and then when I, oh, it was amazing, and then when I, when I came out of that, I looked up into the, to the cosmic being's eyes, and I silently said to her, Every prayer, <laughs> and she <laughs> nodded. Her head went up and down like that. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that are going to be in the future, and her head nodded up and down like that. And then, with my buttermilk knees, I got up. And down. <laughs> <laughs> so I came back so thrilled to 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 about the blessing. And but I I've never done hands on anything. I'm a teacher. You know, and I'm not, I've never conceived of myself as being a healer or using hands-on. And so with the blessing, they were inviting us to do this hands-on. 
And I thought, I can't do this. So I went like four or five months after I came back before I even gave the blessing to anybody. And then it was to a friend who came over who was interested. But it just took off because people were experiencing things. And I said, well, who am I to say no to this? Absolutely. (laughs) You know, Um, and so it took off from there. And then when they came out with uh, the ability, I went back again and became a trainer. When they came out with the ability. That's to when I saw you in January, yes, yes. January 2010. We need to take a quick little break here for our Unity friends, and we'll be back in just two seconds. So just a moment, Deidre. You're listening to the Oneness Program, and this is Patricia Keel with Deidre Price. We'll be right back. So welcome back, everyone. And Deidre, where we, when we left off, you were just sharing that you went back to India a second time. I'm still with you on your first visit. Oh, my gosh. What an incredible. <laughs> you know, one of the things you mentioned, and I think some of our listeners, um, especially those who are listening on the Unity FM program, you talked about a cosmic being. And I don't. I think that's kind of a term that most people don't know what you mean by that. Could you mm-hmm. just kind of fill in the blanks a bit for us on what your understanding of a cosmic being is? Um, I had never really heard that term either until I went to the university, and that is the name that they have given to basically um, human. But they're human; they're not from any place <laughs> else, and they have they have fully awakened to themselves as the oneness of God. Um, they can, from my experience over there, they are able to like like when they go into a meditative state, they enter into but what I call in my book um, grace consciousness or a realm of the divine that is that is all there is. They don't they are incapable of seeing anything less than the all. The divine. Yeah. The divine, yes. And um I of course I don't know what their experience is in being one per se, other than a few books I've read uh by avatars and such. So I have I I mean I'm not a cosmic being by by any means at this point. However, the awakening is happening so fast, the veils are rending so fast. Uh, I can feel aspects of it, and it's just absolute, pure, unconditional love and peace and joy. Mm-hmm. And that is the state from which all action and activity is impulsed from the divine within them. And they are able they they are able to love so deeply that in the presence of that love, healings take place, miracles take place. You know, mm-hmm. Emmett Fox, one of Unity's um, ministers, wrote a wonderful poem called saying something like, "There is nothing that enough love would not heal." Mm-hmm. And I'm totally convinced of that because there's nothing in resistance to the divine. We, the divine is love, pure, unconditional love, has no opposites. It's just the very essence. Uh, of who we are, you know, and from his fullness have, uh, we all received grace upon grace, the love of God. You definitely got the message. I got the message. You got the message. And And anything, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, and you're living it. You're, You're living it. You know, oh. you're living it, you're breathing it, you're um, emanating the message, and, and that's so incredibly powerful for us on planet Earth right now. I just wanted to make the link here for our listeners, and and when you were in India, the first time you went, I'm not sure when it was, but it was probably, what, like 2007 mm. or eight, something like that, mm. and at that time, the people who who they referred to as cosmic beings, uh, divine beings, were in very, very deep states. And many of them were in states where they were not really what we would call functional in, in a yeah. worldly way. And But that has really 
transformed now so that people I was back in India in January of this year and went to the 28 day deepening and one of our main teachers was actually a person who had been a cosmic being Um, and these people who have gone into God realization and deep states of awakening can move in and out of that state in terms of being able to relate and become teachers like yourself so this Mm -hmm. is a big part of what is happening right now in the oneness movement and what uh, Bhagwan is an avatar of oneness bringing this grace onto the planet right now what he's doing is really taking people into these awakened states opening them up to the, the natural state of awakening that is our natural state so that people are completely functional in the world and um, and and that's why what you're talking about is so very real right now and it's why I have this program on the internet is to get this information out and also to get the vibration of the state which you're carrying as you speak, Deidre. So enough of me speaking. Continue. I love to hear the next piece of what's going on with you as a, as a teacher and as one who really brings these states um, to others. Um, well, what is going on with me now, um, let me start out by saying um, once I left the village, my husband and I were both real guided to form our own foundation. It's called Wings of Spirit. Mm. And from there, to, to te- just to teach the very livingness, as you call it, of this consciousness, this awareness, this divinity that is us. And so I wrote my book, Grace Awakening Essence, and then I started having retreats up here in the mountains in North Carolina. And that's, what, that's where I am today. I'm still doing that. And they're very small intimate. I take 10 people at a time. And what we do is I offer some insight and then some practical practices that can help you truly embrace the totality of that insight. Um, and so we come together, and, and the beautiful part about it is, as you know, Patricia, in teaching anything, I get to experience it myself. Mm-hmm. And everybody comes here already the fullness of the divine, complete and whole. And I can see that so clearly. That's my gift, I guess, if anything. I can see the wholeness in them. I can see the perfection. I can see that unconditioned love and peace and joy. I can see that consciousness of acceptance, abundance, and freedom. And so when they come, if there's something blocking that, then all of a sudden, with all of this grace flowing from here, um, it just starts collapsing. And then they have experiences of their own, and and then I have experiences, even as I am functioning as a spiritual leader of just setting the environment. That's all I do. I set the environment, and I just love the people, and I can't help it. <laughs> I just can't help it. And usually on the first time we it. sit in the circle, I'm the first one to start crying, <laughs> not out of sadness, <laughs> but out of the pure joy that they've made it up here yeah. to become what they already are. Now, isn't that an oxymoron? Yeah. Uh, to become what they already are and to know it and for it to be there, not as an efforting thing as we did through the metaphysical understandings, but now the mystic is in such a state of surrender inside of us that and there is such a readiness because the peace, love, and joy is impulsing itself at a quickened state because there's so many awakening. It's the hundredth monkey type thing, you know? Yeah. It's just happening, happening, and it's exponential. And that's why all of a sudden they could open it up and get several thousand trainers to go throughout the world now and 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 train others to become one of the best in givers. They don't have to go to India. They can go to a trainer like you or me. Absolutely. Some other Unity Ministers or trainers. Um, Kira. I'm sorry? Kira Bear. I interviewed her last week on my Oneness FM program. Yeah, she's from Arizona, Howard Caesar. I don't think Howard's a trainer, but he's definitely a oneness blessing giver. Yeah, oneness blessing giver. Howard's uh, ministry has been thriving, but it really took off when he did, started with the oneness blessing. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a couple's name in Wilmington right now. They're big oneness blessing. Oh, leaders. yeah, Richard and Maureen Levy. Richard, Richard and Levy. Maureen, yeah. very yeah. powerful one, yeah. uh, unity teachers. Yeah. And certainly the oneness blessing is blessed him. You've got... Um, 
a Unity trainer in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. They're just all over. Yeah. Well, how do you see, because I have my own theories on this, but how do you see that connection there, um, just from your own, really from your own experience um, in terms of the transitioning? You said metaphysical and then mystical. Um, I think Charles Fillmore would be up there just, he'd be all over this. The way the connection that I see is that it in it's an enabler. This Diksha blessing, this oneness blessing, is a movement of grace, and it is an enabler to all of the truth principles that unity has offered for years, for hundred over a hundred years. We've been talking these truths about the present moment. Charles and Myrtle were were just wonders. That they talked about oneness. They talked about yeah. grace. They talked about you know, all of that, and then they gave practices, and the practices helped, but it, but still they were practicing something that is already true, and somehow this blessing, I call it the capstone to the Grace Awakening Consciousness teaching, mm. it's the enabler, it, it makes possible that to be your experience, not just in theory, but in, mm-hmm. in life, all of life, mm-hmm. all of life, and things start happening so fast when there's no program in the mind to dictate the way it should be. Yeah. Serendipity is the 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 addiction of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Serendipity. You know, it's so good. I can't wait to get up to see what Let's... unplanned thing happens. Yeah. It's just marvelous. And then some of so I'm not I'm not, please don't hear me say that there's nothing to process because the blessing will also bring up energies and bring up memories, bring up positions of mind to let you see what you've been holding on to so that you can release it. Mm-hmm. So there's a, the purging uh, unity used to teach you, this, uh, it's called chemicalization. That was way, way back, you know. Good old Emily Katie. <laughs> I think wasn't there a time they took that out of they took that chapter out of the book because they I don't know they thought people couldn't handle it or something like that. I guess. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're ready for that too. Let's oh, just yeah. let's just know that. I mean, who who wouldn't be willing to go through a detox of the mind and the heart for you know forty one days to be completely clear? Yeah, but it won't take that with the oneness blessing. It does it again. It is divine intelligence. It knows exactly how much to infuse and how much to defuse. It's just miraculous. It is amazing grace. Amazing grace. (laughs) It's it's more amazing than the word amazing can possibly describe. I love the Indian word auspicious. Yes, I just that's think that's beautiful. such a great word because so much of my <laughs> life now just feel I feel like I'm living in the auspicious moment all the time. It's just unfolding. Oh, I'm like beautiful. you, I can't wait to get up in the morning and see what the divine has in store for for that which is my part of the oneness life. <laughs> oh, and look at look at the wonderful work that has unfolded through you since you have become aware of this this oneness. I'm beautiful. pretty excited about it. I'm of course you're on fire with it. it. <laughs> it's true. It's you're really on fire true. With it. yeah. and, and you can't help but be because the love is so deep and we want everybody to feel the truth of who they are and to know it. It's you pr- know pretty extraordinary. Sad, if there's any sadness it's about how do I how can I how can I create something that more people can tune into mm. to but, at least become aware of this and then make your choice. Absolutely. Go get an experience of it yourself. Don't don't believe us. Don't believe it. Just well, this is the perfect time. Let's give everyone a oneness blessing. Oh, People go, good. I can't believe you can get a oneness blessing on the internet, on your iPod, through... I had a friend of mine who listened to the Unity show the first time I was on the air, and she called me. She said, what was that? I found myself sticking my head toward my computer because the top of my head was <laughs> opening up. I'm like, Yay! <laughs> So all of you who are all of you who are listening right now to Deidre and to myself, and we're going to offer you a oneness blessing. And really, you don't need to do anything. You don't need to stick your head toward your computer or your iPod. And if you are driving, just know that the power and the grace of the oneness blessing has its way and its divine intelligence to find you no matter how you're positioned in the physical body. If you are able to sit down 
and to just find yourself sitting with your spine erect and just beginning to slow down and notice your breath that's a beautiful thing so we invite you if you're able to do that to take a moment now and to simply relax in the physical body becoming more aware of your breathing breathing in and out through your nose simply finding that place of breath awareness and in this moment as we gather in the presence of the divine and invoke the presence of the divine by whatever name you know the divine we call out the great ones of the ages the saints and the sages the presence of Amabaguan, the presence of Jesus the Christ the divine Buddha nature and we simply know that these great ones are blessing each one in this moment and we give thanks for the divine intelligence and the divine perfection of the oneness blessing as Deidre and I now offer this blessing up to each one thank you thank you in the grace Thanks for the grace that flows to us for the divine love and peace and for the exquisite joy that we feel in the body, in the heart. We say thank you. And reminding you, you're listening to the Oneness Program on Unity FM, on Oneness FM. This is Patricia Keel, and I'm here today with Deidre Price. And we'll be back with you in just a moment. Just allow the energy and the grace to flow, continue to flow. Feel the love, feel the grace. wobbly that we may be back we are (laughs) (laughs) these blessings are so powerful aren't they Deidre I mean here you're sitting there and Boone is it Boone where you are in your physical body (laughs) yeah well I I call them glory bumps you know the goosebumps start running oh well I just feel so I'm so connected to you it's just really beautiful and I know sweetheart that was not by chance we attended the same so we're back here on the oneness program and back we never left actually we never left and one of the things that that I uh, we were just talking in in the middle of the show here for a moment and you were saying to me that you were really really skeptical about the oneness blessing and I think that that's a part of the transition that all of us make uh, not necessarily people in unity but people in any spiritual tradition or any path I think people have a sense that they may have to give up something or that this is just one of those another one of those fads and I won't even mention any names so share a little bit with me uh, and with our listeners about that skepticism what what is that how does that move through you because it's part of all of us I know it is um, you know I've been on a spiritual search 
ever since I was about four years old. Wow. So I've just about read everything under the sun, and then I've devoted my whole life to it, you know, as a teacher, to what I had discovered within myself and what others' others' perspective on truth. Um, I've had a passion for Jesus Christ ever since I was little. Never did understand it. And now it's so much clearer. But, you know, here, here, here I am, 10 years at Unity Village. Can you imagine how many people came in with different modalities of spiritual oh, practice yeah. to heal me? <laughs> and I needed to read this book and that book, and I need to take this course and that course and all, all this. So, so I've been there, done all that. Mm-hmm. And so in these later years, it's like I can just, um, when I heard about it, it's, it, just, it was too good to be true. It yeah. just was too good to be true. And um, I had a few one blessings myself, and I didn't feel anything. Um, but all I can tell you is there was something within me pushing making me go, drawing me to India that I had no control over. And mm. it was like a divine, I tell people, it was like a divine appointment that I had to keep. And uh, so anyway, I went over there with crossed arms, because I didn't want to make <laughs> the trip. I, I don't travel, and I don't do India at all, not southern India. <laughs> but it was beautiful when I got to the one that's temple, just gorgeous. Anyway, I sat there when the Dasus started talking. You know, they do teaching every day, too. And I sat there with arms crossed and said, you know, inside I'm going to prove it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> prove it to me. Well, you had your Missouri nature on there, hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Show yes, me. Absolutely. So if anyone is skeptical, trust me, I'm the queen of skepticism. <laughs> you can't. You, you really got to go far to, to, to uh, be more skeptic than I am. So all I can tell you is it it was a is a path, so to speak. It, I don't even think of it as a path anymore. It's a way of life. It is what mm-hmm. I came here to help people do. I came to help you accept God's grace, and this is one of the fastest, most complete, safest, most mm-hmm. truly divine orchestrated movements of love that has ever touched my heart. And I'll start crying because it is so It's special. the truth. Yeah. There's just no words, but I may laugh hysterically in five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> because that's what it does. It touches us in the soul yeah. level. Absolutely. It touches us at the eternal life level. It touches our hearts. And it opens us to who we are, not only to ourselves, but to every living soul. Yeah. And it empowers that love, and it just orchestrates it and brings it together with others of like heart, with others of of divine destiny. It un- it unravels your gifts, and then unlocks the doors through which the venues for your gifts can be made available. It sets up energy patterns with people as as you meet people just like me and you, Patricia, connecting mm-hmm. again. Um, I just have no words of praise for I don't need to be on my knees in front of podicas or pictures. I, I have them, and I love them, and I usually pray with them around me. But I, I don't, I'm not into worshiping that, although God is everything that is. Why not worship that? You know? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not the little spider that is crawled up in my hand and looking at me, you know? Why not worship that? It's all God. What difference does it make? Absolutely. Find your own space or your environment of the sacred. I'm, I'm calling all my intentions this year um, the sacred heart experience, sacred heart intentions. Mm, beautiful. Well, you know, the thing, too, that I, I love what you're what you're talking about this because there is something about this opening that um, I know when I used to go to Unity and you, you, you'd go into, on Sunday morning, go to Unity Church and you could go really to any Unity Church anywhere in the country, in the world and you'd feel at home. There was just, there was a yeah. sense of love and connection there yeah. and I, people used to say that, oh, I feel at home, I feel at home yeah, when I come here. Be. 
and and the thing that i've discovered is now oneness is it's a home it's this it's a it's the same home it's a bigger home though and i'm i'm discovering this home that's a global home that the oneness movement and the divine grace of oneness has opened up in consciousness oh, yeah. and it's yeah. so incredibly powerful you know i i'm connecting with people on facebook in japan and brazil and it in Italy and the Netherlands and talking to people that I I've never met but all of a sudden I'm at home with them I'm one with them and you know this sense of being in the grace all the time and in the field of love all the time the door has just flown open in fact there hardly is a door anymore it, it's just like the opening is all that is um, yeah, I, I see it all over and almost everybody's teaching now is inclusive, and you know of the oneness. It's it's really so incredibly powerful. This is why I'm I'm feeling the grace of being offered the Unity FM opportunity to connect people, um, and know that there's just bigger opportunities out there in the world with the technologies yeah. that are available. And I'm going to just put a little plug in for you that you're going to be having a, a program. Wings of Spirit, which is the name of your, is that the name of your foundation and also the programs that you offer? Yes, it's Wings of Spirit Foundation. And how do people find you? Um, if they were looking on the internet, what would be a way for them to locate you, Deidre? The website address is uh, www.wingsofspirit.com and you can email me at um, Wings at wingsofspirit.com. So website is wingsofspirit.com and email is wings at wingsofspirit.com. Beautiful. And, and we've got several, several retreats left for the year and they're not full, so I'd love to have you. And how, how long are the retreats? Uh, come in on a Thursday and leave on a Sunday. And if you want to stay here and go play in nature for a day, I'm letting people do that for free. Beautiful. <laughs> after, afterwards. So, um, it's, yeah. That you sounds know. so beautiful. What an opportunity for people to have, to be in that grace with you in a small yeah. group setting. Yes, it, it's, it is incredible. Everybody says there's no words to describe it when they leave. Mm-hmm. So, that you know, that's my reassurance that what, what we are doing is, is impulsed and complete within the grace movement. This is the second coming. Mm. This one is it's waking up so vehemently, so quickly, so unex unsolicited almost. It's just happening. And uh, anybody that's listening to this program, please share it with someone else that you love so that they can experience this this oneness, this grace. They will. Ex- they can experience it anyway. But what you're doing, Patricia, is just so. It's just perfection. <laughs> it's it's what's being called out now. You you can't help yourself. You just you're just following instructions. From I'm totally just anyway. following instructions. It's just like okay, like you said, to get up in the morning. What next? What next, what? Lord of my being? What next, Lord of my being? Yeah. Um, yeah. How can I glorify the one I am? How do you, I've, I have a question, now we have, in this segment of the show, we have about another five minutes or so, and and I think we'll save our blessing for the next segment of the show, but I have a question for you, knowing that you are such a brilliant teacher, and you have just a, a mighty mind, just strong intellect, a deep um a deep reservoir of research that you've done. You spoke about being at the village and having many teachers come, and I know you've done a lot of reading. How do you now, um, in in the state of awakening that's unfolding in you and through you, is there um, is there a balance? I mean, do you go to your books as often as you used to? Um, how how is your life now uh, in this grace field relative to the intellect? Um, could mm-hmm. you share a bit about that? I'm just that's a curious question from my mind to yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, let's see, I pray less because there's there's no one out there to pray to. Mm. I, I, and I mean that um, 
from the standpoint of the oneness. Mm-hmm. I am that. You know, that's, I mean, that's biblical. I am that. And you are that. And it's not that I don't get quiet, mm-hmm. but I'm not asking for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I have found that that is one way to manifest. And it's a good way, and it served its purpose for a long time. But in asking for nothing, the greater good, the, what I call the grace, just ripples. Mm-hmm. In the in the Book of Love, the Gospel of John, uh, in the beginning it talks about, he'll say something like, ask for what you want, and it shall be given. And then in the last chapter is one place he says, and in that day you will ask nothing of me. Well, that day is when we realize that all has been given. It's already manifest in the world that is designed in alignment with your original design, with our original design. And if we drop what we think we want, then that original design will manifest on its own. It, it takes no effort from us. It doesn't need any help from the sense of us to do its perfect work. So I don't I don't pray in that way anymore, and now I don't have I don't have prayers that are answered because I don't ask many of them, but I, because I just I've, I've witnessed the difference. You know, it's just a big big difference. I used to pray sometimes eight hours a day when I worked the ten years at Unity Village. Prayer was my passion. Right. I would get up in the morning and be on you know on, in the service. We had a, a pre-service every day for an hour of prayer before I even started the classes. So I did, I've been there and done that so long. Not that it, I don't, but it, the prayer is just different. It's just, it's more of a, a, a soft, quiet praise that goes on inside of me. Praise mm. God. I mean, I live in exquisite beauty up here. And um, it is so peaceful. It's so quiet. How, how could I want, I'm, I'm too blessed to be depressed. <laughs> and, you know, there's not much asking anymore. It's just a constant thank you. Thank you, thank, thank you. you yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah. So that's the main difference for me. And, but but I'm, I'm not here to tell you that there's still processing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a watching it happen now instead of... Um, identifying with whatever problem might show up. I don't, I, I'm not able to identify with it now, but I am very able to observe it and to get quiet and to watch it. And to, to we do what's called grace conversation up here. And that is where we all get in a circle. And until we are impulsed from the divine to speak, nobody speaks. Sometimes it lasts only five minutes. Sometimes it'll last thirty minutes before that happens. Mm-hmm. But it helps us. It helps us see where the mind is making the choice to speak, or the spirit is making the choice. To Beautiful. Speak. And that's a, that's a real powerful practice. You call it grace conversation. So you do grace this in circle with your groups. It's, it's the very first thing we do upon arrival. Nobody speaks after we, you know, after we've had our welcome and everything. Mm-hmm. I'll just get them in the circle, and they think I'm going to come out with this great deep wisdom. <laughs> She's going to be the wise teacher. <laughs> <laughs> we will remain in the silence until the spirit of you speaks. Do not speak, and I don't care what the spirit And says I paid how much for this no course, program. teacher? <laughs> when the spirit speaks, it's like when E.F. Hutton speaks, everybody listens. That's too old for some of our, our listeners, but... <laughs> And then when I've never seen anything like it, it's somebody will speak and it triggers a wave of grace going through the group. And it's completely different every single time as to what is spoken, what becomes the the experience in the moment. It's powerful. It's just magical. It's magical. That's something that we've experienced in some of our groups here where when somebody is willing to really speak the spirit... (laughs) It not only is something that they need to heal, but that everyone in the group needed to heal as well. And sometimes the healing, we find out a week later (laughs) that someone needed it, or it was something someone needed from a previous lifetime. And it's always so incredibly powerful when you create Mm -hmm. that container and the grace is is the lead. (laughs) That's so great. That's very beautiful. I just had a thought and it disappeared, so it clearly wasn't a, a worthwhile one to, to bring out. But <laughs> how that happens? How that happens? That's a, that's a prime example, everyone. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect, perfect example of how the mind. I know what it was, and I think we're. I'm going to have to 
talk to you about this as when we come back. But um, one of the things in in oneness that we really allow invite people to do is to go more deeply into the senses and the physical body. So I'm going to when we come back from break, I want to ask you about that experience for yourself. Uh, and in our next segment, we will have another Oneness Blessing. So reminding our listeners, you're listening to the Oneness Program. This is Patricia Keel, and I'm here with Deidre Price. Her website is wingsofspirit.com. You can connect with her there, and maybe you are being called right now to go to one of her very special retreats. states are different than what they used to be they um they always have a spiritual message for me um a lot of my dreams i'm flying a lot of my dreams will be reveal will be revealing some kind of deep deep seated uh emotion um rejection is one of my has was one of my things to overcome in this life the fear of rejection and so it there's i've realizing through the dream state that there's still some pockets of that energy left. Um, I, I found that my, what I eat for the body has totally changed. And it just, it just is this desire for wholeness and, and for what is the best for this body temple that's present. Uh, I feel much better. Um, when did I that feel- shift for you? I'm sorry, say that again? When when did you have that shift in terms of your e- eating patterns? Almost almost right away. Um there's there's such a there's such a purity with this. I don't know what it is, but it just it naturally draws everything unto itself. So things just kind of fall away naturally and that that are not part of the peace, love and joy functioning as acceptance, abundance and freedom. And what is right and perfect for your body temple will be given to you. That's that's divine intelligence. It just knows, and so you'll all of a sudden you'll start loving asparagus where maybe you didn't like them before, mm-hmm. um, or you'll want to give up smoking. That's that was a that big thing for a lot of people. Now that I I did that twenty five years ago, gave that one up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll, you'll you'll just be guided. You'll just be guided. There'll be there'll be. I'm jumping around because the physical. I keep thinking mine is just shake, rattle, and roll. I will tell you this. Now this is really. You want to hear something really way out there? You may have to edit this one out. But ever since I started studying this grace, um, my when I'm least expecting it, my shoulders will automatically go up in a quick, like you know, just pop like up and say, down. I don't know. I don't know. Put oh yeah. Up. Okay, they do that, and I hear an inner voice, and it says, I am, and then my right index finger goes up twice, and the words come, Omni Ashni. Okay. <laughs> I am Omni Ashni, and, but it brings me right back to everything divine. I don't know what that's ex- about exactly, but I doubt if anybody in the world has that one. But that's, that's just, just yours. That's just mine. That's just mine. I in, I can intuitively feel energies. I don't have visions a whole lot or, or things like that, but I can I can feel energies and I know when something is in resistance or is is suffering a little bit. You know what I mean? Like there might be a faction of being in a group where there's some I don't know anger or resentment, and I can just feel it. And just by waiting and listening, I know there's pour more love out there. Mm-hmm. That's sort of physical, but not really. So. Well, it is because you probably feel, you probably sense it. It may yeah. be that that you sense it in the physical body, and then it gets translated somehow. It's quite extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this would be a beautiful time to um, invite you, Deidre, to uh, lead us in a oneness blessing for all those who are on our program right now. I'll be happy to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
I'll just get into a comfortable place. And take a nice deep breath. Just feel a letting go taking place. And I usually offer, don't take a breath unless the breath takes you. Just feel that natural impulse to breathe. And that's the divine living its life as you, just breathing naturally. And be fully aware now as your invocation of the divine by whatever name you identify with. And just hold that in gratitude. That presence is right here with you, with me, Patricia. And let's just let our intention be to truly accept from our nature of acceptance. This divine movement of grace, this divine intelligence, it knows exactly where to go and what is needed. From the one heart, we offer up our gratitude. Grace upon grace, love and peace, joy. Thank you, thank you. And thank you, Deidre, for being on our program today, for sharing your grace and your love and the extraordinary dedication that has been planted deep within you from age four, this just divine. Sweetheart, it is my honor to be with you and with all of the beloveds that are listening to your program. I encourage all of them to tune into you every single day. So wonderful. We can tune in day or night, and this program will be put up on the Oneness Program at onenessprogram.com and will uh, also be on Unity FM. And both of those programs can be downloaded anytime, day or night, if you miss the actual time of the show. They can be put on your iPod, they can be podcasts. There's so many ways that you are able to receive this oneness blessing and this grace. And also I invite you to go to Deidre's website, wingsofspirit.com, connect with her and go to one of these powerful retreats. You can also find a Oneness Blessing Giver in your area by going to onenessuniversity.org to their website. There's a Find a Trainer locator on that site as well. So again, thank you for listening to the Oneness Program. Thank you so much, Deidre. It's been a real blessing for me to spend this time with you in this grace. Mm-hmm.